A black high school student and his family are locked in a fight with a Houston area school district. The school suspended him for wearing his hair in locks the same week that a new state law banning discrimination based on hairstyles took effect across Texas. Ryan Young has more. Yeah, Fred, a lot of people are still checking in on this story. 17-year-old Daryl George and his mother are vowing to continue their fight with school administrators over his hair, which is styled in a locks fashion that is pulled up. It's important for everyone to see it. Take a look at how his hair is pulled up in style and wrapped close to his head. Now, Daryl attends Barbers Hill High School. That's just outside of Houston. And school officials told George his lock hairstyle violated the Barbers Hill Independent School District's dress code. And it states, male students' hair will not extend at any time below the eyebrows or below the earlobes. The policy goes on to state, male students' hair must not extend below the top of a t-shirt collar or be gathered or worn in a style that will allow the hair to extend below the top of a t-shirt collar. The school dress code also states that they want kids dressed in a clean, neat manner. Now, Daryl was suspended around the same time the state of Texas' new Crown Act went into place. That creates a standard, which is called creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. The act prohibits race-based hair discrimination, which is the denial of employment and educational opportunities because of hair texture or protective hairstyles, including braids, locks, twists, or bantu knots. And as you can imagine, this family is still trying to fight the suspension. Take a listen to Daryl's mom talking about what they are going through right now. I want them to change their policies. I want them to stop being discriminated, discriminatory against black and brown kids. Not just mine, right. but any other black and brown kid. I'd like to go back to class and do what I do, what I do, do what I need to do to get my education. The school, for its part, is trying to get clarification from the courts because they contend that this new rule doesn't cover the length of hair. So this will still play out, but this young man has been missing class, and obviously that hurts his education. The mom and her son say they continue to fight this and hope to see something change in the near future. Fred? Ryan Young, uh, thank you so much for that reporting. So this is a microcosm of documented experiences felt across the country over many years. To discuss this, let's bring in former NAACP President Cornell Brooks. Uh, Cornell, great to see you. So first, give Let me, me your initial you. reaction, your initial reaction to this latest experience involving a student. Mm, my initial reaction is the reaction of a father with, with two sons, two African-American uh, sons, that this policy is educationally ridiculous and pedagogically silly. Here we have a student missing days upon days of school with an in-school suspension because of a hairstyle that is uh, emblematic, illustrative of, of, of his heritage, of his African-American heritage. And so, in other words, we have a school system preoccupied with uh, what's going on the top of his head as opposed to what's going into his head. Mm. So my reaction is it's outrage. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what do you suppose precipitated this? I mean, if you talk about the... Um, I guess the rules, you know, of hairstyles mm -hmm. that are, uh, Ryan Young uh, spelled out there. Uh, this hairstyle does not fall past his earlobes. If that was, you know, a criteria of what's considered neat mm -hmm. hair, his hairstyle right. looks very neat, right? And um, in, so what would precipitate his suspension? 
So, uh, first of all, it, it seems to me that this policy, either as conceived or as applied, is discriminatory. So, in other words, uh, here we have a policy which states that students are to have clean and neat hairstyles. Clean and neat being euphemisms, being discriminatory slang uh, for traditional conservative European hairstyles, point one. Point two, let's ask ourselves, why is it that boys are required to have hair above their eyebrows, above their earlobes, and above the collar? What is it about long hair that impairs the educational mission for boys? So in other words, if uh, Frederick Douglass or Leonardo uh, da Vinci or Albert Einstein, were they to attend a Texas school, mm. would they be less educable as a consequence of having long hair? I don't think so. The last point here is uh, this style. Note that this young man is wearing this style, uh, which includes uh, strands of hair from his grandfather. Uh, it reflects his heritage, uh, that he's, being, he's not being allowed to wear this hairstyle uh, because it violates a policy which violates both common sense and, I believe, violates state law. Uh, and certainly, it could violate the Constitution because locked hairstyles, in other words, dreadlocks, mm -hmm. are meant for hair to be grown. It's not the kind of thing you show up every week uh, such that you get your crew cut, your high-top fade uh, cut in style. Uh, dreadlocks are meant to be worn long. So it is discriminatory and, and irrational. Mm -hmm. and, and so, interestingly enough, as you say that, we just learned that the family of uh, Daryl George has decided it is filing a lawsuit against mm -hmm. Governor Abbott. So on state mm -hmm. lines, you just uh, laid out in, you know, your opinion, the many layers in which it is uh, discriminatory. So you feel this, this family has a, a very strong case. They're not just going after the school district. They're going after uh, the state. They're going after the governor. Absolutely. So, so, so Frederica, let, let's think about this. This case is emblematic and illustrative of an educational tragedy that takes place in schools all across the country. Namely, black children, primarily uh, black boys, are suspended, punished for minor infractions that lead to e major educational disruption. So here we have a child uh, wearing a hairstyle and literally spending days upon days in in-school suspension. His case literally is emblematic, uh, representative of many cases of children, black children, uh, being discriminated against uh, in school settings. And so it's not just about one child, uh, a rebellious youth, uh, if you will, uh, insisting on, upon wearing a hairstyle. It's really about a child's education being disrupted over something that's frankly, mm -hmm. uh, it would be silly were the consequences not so serious and tragic. Yeah, what about the harm done to this young man, you know, to his self-esteem? Uh, let alone the setback educationally. His mother says he is failing right now because of this That's suspension. But what about that? Uh, you know, how this is making him feel, um, his confidence level. I mean, there are just so many layers of how demeaning, uh, you know, he is being made to feel. That's right. So if, if we think about, think about this as, as parents all across the country, how, how much... Uh, 
What sacrifices do we make to shore up our children's dignity, their self-esteem, their sense of self-respect? So to have a school, school policy which diminishes that uh, is very problematic, to say the least, number one. Number two, he's 17 years of age, which means he's nearing the end of his high school career. He could be thinking about the military, he could be thinking about applying to college, he could be thinking about entering a trade or a profession, but instead, yeah. he has to focus on his hairstyle as opposed to his education. That's mm -hmm. seriously wrong. Yeah, his hairstyle as a detriment being, you know, That's a right. message being convey conveyed that it is a detriment. Yeah. That's right. You know, whether you're wearing pig, uh, pigtails, a high top fade, a crew cut, uh, you know, um, uh, dark and even, uh, have your hair curled. At the end of the day, what's really important in a school setting is that uh, children are allowed to be educated. Last point I want to make here, Frederick, is think about this. Children in schools learn by posing questions. Here we have uh, a child, I should say a school system, which is asking whether or not its policy is discriminatory while a child is being prevented from learning. In other words, we don't have children who, when they ask a question, all the other children not, are not allowed to learn. Here we have a school system that is asking a legal question and preventing a child from learning. We'll continue to watch this and beyond. Cornell Brooks, always a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for your perspective. Appreciate it. Thank you.